both lie sound asleep in the dead of the night. And when we both lie close together, I'm still tweeting out at night. Was it something I said or something I did? Why is Jack so pissed at me? Oh, I tried not to hurt you. Oh, I tried. But I guess that's why they say Big Bear is banned from Twitter again. Big Bear is banned for seven days. But it's really Big Bear's wife, who's a Hispanic female. Which I think is a hate crime in Canada. Oh yeah, I'm kicked off Twitter again for seven, seven full-blown days. It's real funny why they just proved my point immediately. Real quick, it's time for the good news bears today. Tommy Robinson has been released from prison, which is awesome. I really thought he was going to die, no joke. And I didn't ever want to say that because I didn't want to jinx the, the lad. But uh, I thought that he was a dead man. And it's uh, unbelievably good news that he's not, so... Cheers, raise your glasses, shake your asses, face screwed up like you're having hot flashes. Which, by the way, is is a way crazier thing to say than, uh, than what I say on Twitter. But uh, much love, Tommy Robinson. So this is what happened on... Uh... Oh, and I know I'm in an odd time right now. But there's no pitch this morning, no uh, writing session this morning. That happens every now and then. And I'm doing a Dennis Prager show at 9.30 a.m., but I also have to bring my wife and children to the doctor. So I'll be doing Dennis Prager show in my car because uh, my wife isn't allowed to drive yet. And I like driving them. It's fun. I feel like chauffeur bear. I feel important. You know, I feel uh, needed. The uh, Prager Uvid is doing ridiculously well, thanks to the help of the Bears. We're at 670,000 views in a little over a day. I think it's like 22,000 thumbs ups and like uh, just 100 gay guys said thumbs down. But uh, Dave Rubens is at 6.7 million. So let's go ahead and uh, times what I have right now by 10 because I, I need to beat Ruben. It's not that I don't like Ruben. I've just been uh, finding the uh, intellectual dark web slightly gay lately. Again. After I started liking it again. Oh, and real quick. Bayonet Bob pointed out something good. He's doing the audio for the podcast for uh, the Will Smith sexually assaulted his son in public and I grew a garden episode. Uh, Get it wherever you get your podcast. A couple times in the episode I said rape, not rape. It's not rape. I was being hyperbolic. I was just uh, digging in my bear claws. But can't fall into the lefty trap of having words be meaningless. It is legally sexual assault, but that's all right. Uh, not rape. Rape's, uh, rape's, rape's like racist. You shouldn't overuse it. And I did. I made that mistake. So just letting you guys know that uh, learn for me. Don't overuse words with that much heat on them, with that much spin all right, so these are the tweets. Okay, so first, this is pretty funny. 
This is why saying the... Oh, by the way, this shirt kicks ass. It says, Socialism Always Ends in Starvation and Genocide. You can get it at Unbearable Shop or UnbearableStore.com. Also get the new uh, Reluctant Warlord t-shirt. And I'm going to announce... I haven't booked the, the venues yet, but I do things a little odd here at uh, Big Bear World. I'm going to let you guys uh, email Delev if you have any ideas for venues. But I know the cities I want to do in a tour in September. So I'll talk about that shortly. Sean King is currently impersonating a black man on Twitter. Because this guy, Nathan T. Bernard, is saying that uh, Owen Benjamin's nice wife is actually me and not and not my Latina, Hispanic, minority woman wife. Because he doesn't think a woman of color can be that funny, apparently. Shocking. So I responded, and he did some like hit hit piece video on me where I say like nigger or something right after saying uh, right after the Prager video. Yeah, ooh, <laughs> it's like look at how dumb all that is. Watch how I can make the N word sound horrifying. Sean King is currently impersonating a black man on Twitter. Hey Nathan T Bernard, go tattle to at Jack. It's so disrespectful to actual N words that he is doing this. The lived experience of N-words in America is nothing to mock and impersonate, Sean King. You are a fake N-word. You see, like, I'm still saying nigger, and you can see it in that context. And of course, I'm not calling black people niggers. If you have an IQ of over a goldfish, you'll know that, of course, which is who I'm speaking to. I I gave up trying to make uh, really stupid people or knowingly and intentionally naive to, to gain power people. They're not my audience. Hands are clean of those people. Um, N-word is no better. Like what? That that just gave me like a weird feeling. Didn't it give you a weird feeling to say N-words in America? That's saying niggers in America. That's real harsh. Saying N-word does nothing. I only do it like I'm on um, Clavin's show. I think that interview will come out today. Like we both say N-word out of respect to... Uh, to Daily Wire and the audience and advertisers and stuff like that. But it's it's truly doesn't mean any different at all. Like symbol and signifier is what a word is. Like a symbol would be a, a, like a T and R and E and an E. Those are symbols. And then the signifier is a, is that, a tree. Uh, that's all it is. N word is a symbol that signifies the word nigger which symbolizes a prejudicial, pejorative word that uh, is used to by, by racists to describe African Americans in America. Oh, and not just white people. Want to know who drops a lot of hard ends? Africa Africans. And they're blacker. I am not your brother, you are nigger. It's fucking hysterical. Um, why am I obsessed with the word a little? Cause it's the only one band in our culture. I don't know. Don't think of a purple elephant. Don't think of a purple elephant. Don't think of a purple elephant. Why? Oh, and I just thought of a purple elephant because we don't say C word for cancer. Cause we don't say N word for necrophilia. That's why. And I want to know why it is. And I did figure it out, obviously. Uh, so, oh, we're going to talk about Che, Che Guevara. So just look at this. And, and what I'm doing isn't just for uh, trolling Rush. 
We have a damaged culture. We have a damaged culture. And I'm trying to remedy it. And I'm not going to remedy it alone. I'm just remedying it my little little way I can. Any little bit helps. And and for all of you that helped write the uh, Tommy Robinson song and saw me play it in, uh, and requested for me to play it in Bellevue and then sent it to him and his family and then it got played in England and it rallies and it was sold to help um, his legal bills and all that stuff. Am I responsible for freeing Tommy Robinson? No, not even close. But was I part of it? Yes. Were you? Yes. Keeping his name alive, pushing it, making the powers that be know that there's a lot of people that support him. Um, All those things are little tiny, tiny little pushes that if enough people do and enough people live their lives with honor and principles, uh, we end up winning things. We end up making the world better. It's like that. And so you can take a, a little element of pride when good things happen, like Tommy Robinson being freed from prison. And, and it's the same with this stuff. Like, that will change someone's mind to the nonsense of saying N-word. I honestly, maybe at some point in my life, because the 80s and 90s when we were really young, we used to go, we used to do something called nigger knocking, which is you knock on a door and you run away, but we didn't know what that meant. I truly don't think I've ever called a black guy a nigger. I've said it like meanly, but I can't pick, I'm 38 years old. I can't think of one time I've done that. I just won't say N-word. Uh, it just doesn't apply. I'm way, I'm way more clever than that. I'm way smarter than that. There's so many ways. And I, I don't see people as that. Obviously I see color. That's insane when people are like, I don't even see Wraith. Yes, you do. But that's like saying, I don't see height. It's like your eyes pick up that. But to me, it's always the individual. Always. Like for example, height. When I was a kid, I would look up to Michael Jordan and, and, Patrick Ewing and guys like that a lot more than John Stockton. John Stockton was a great player on the jazz and he was white, but he was short and I was the tallest kid in my class. So I would look up, I had a lot of, I used to collect basketball cards, not baseball cards because I related more to tall black people than I did short Dominicans. Um, because I related to tall people. I saw like gangly, huge dudes. And I was like, that's like me. And, uh, but that being said, I can think up of way more clever things. Like calling someone a nigger just means like you're, you're, you sound stupid. Like you sound like a, like it says more about the person saying it than the person hearing it or the, you know what I'm saying? And so when you say N word, it's like all these N words in America are taken over. We got to stop the N words. Like, does that help anything? Of course not. It's all a joke. So this is the one that got me banned for seven days. Uh, Check this out. 5,100 people have currently chosen to follow me to hear what my husband and Twitter exile has to say. When they kick me off, remember that as we all watch their stock plunge. This is why leftists hate consent of the free market. They suck at it. At Jack is a faggot. As a result, we've temporarily limited... Your account features? Well, we all know I'm not saying Jack is a homosexual. That's not what faggot means. Faggot means um, a burdensome person. Comes from bundle of sticks. It's more, 
Do you have more of an argument in saying that I'm calling him a uh, Nazi or a fascist? Because that's where fasci comes from. A fas- Faggot is a bundle of sticks. Fascism comes from bundle of sticks because it comes out of Italy. Good old Benito Mussolini, right? He would talk about how a fasci, you're stronger as a collective than you are as an individual. That's the, that's the basic foundation of socialism. Uh, except it's not chosen collective. It's not like the bears. It's not like, come and go as you please. If we come together and work on a project, awesome. If not, God bless. It's at the end of a gun. So when someone calls himself a fascist, which didn't used to have a bad connotation back in the day, by the way, they're calling themselves faggots, literally in Italian. Fasci, fasci, faggot. So uh, I'm calling him a fascist. And I'm using the word very well. One thing I know is words. I got a little Jew blood in me, ladies and gentlemen. I got that word magic. You know what I'm saying? So they literally used that tweet. And so this is what I was going to do. I was about to torch um, this whole account. I wasn't going to delete this because they say you have to delete the, the tweet to violate your rules. So I, I went on a little bit of a bender this morning, said some real, real funny shit. And I wasn't going to delete it. I was just never going to tweet again out of this account and just let these tweets hit, sit there. Because my old tweets, it used to get like 50,000 retweets about like late night, um, late night hosts all part of the same uh, party and they all voted for the same candidate. Ladies and gentlemen, comedy are like right after a shooting, I would tweet about how like pretty much every major shooting in America, mass shooting in America was done by someone without a biological father raising them. And I'm like, damn right, I'll stick with these, these stupid family values or whatever. Like those that get like 50,000 retweets. Those are all gone. Unless you took a screenshot, they're gone. And so I wanted to just not let them go. Like just be like, no, it's worth it for me to not have a Twitter account just to let these sit there and so that, that I won't comply. So I log out and I go on um, my wife's Twitter and they're already gone. Like they already made it so I couldn't even see this one. So there's no point in that. So I just deleted it because... They already delete it. They make you delete it. It's an act of compliance. It's kind of like, um, it's like punch yourself in the face or like you do it, like you shoot this guy or whatever, you know, it's like making you put, put blood on your hands. It's all psychological. So I was not going to do it, but they do it. They, they, they delete it anyway. So fuck it. Um, this is an image of Che Guevara that should be seen on t-shirts. This, I, I found out this isn't actually Che. This is one of the other um, commies, though, one of his guys. But yeah, Che would execute people as young as nine uh, himself with pistols. So this is, uh, these women get executed here, by the way. Uh, Spoiler alert. They would kill women and children in cold blood. And the left doesn't care, you know. I'm sure Jay-Z and Obama and everybody that has that shirt, they know this. So instead of just bitching about it, we make our own shirts. Socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. You can get it at unbearablesstore.com, unbearableshop.com. And uh, what else? Hugepianist.com for my last three-hour specials. Uh, PragerU, there was people talking shit in the comment section where it's like, oh, yeah, what other comedian have you seen do a PragerU video? This guy's hit rock bottom. Um, I'm like, I don't know. What other comedian have you seen do three years on a sitcom, six comedy specials, seven movies, Leno, Fallon, Handler, Schumer, Schwartz and Show. Um, I've been on every network. I've starred in a movie. I've been in five Sandler movies. It's like, 
The reason you don't see it is because no one else has the dick and balls to cross the political aisle and actually talk uh, about things that aren't nonsense. It's not about credits or being rock bottom. The year, the, the year that I started speaking out of, against the left, I had two development deals valued at, I don't know, low six figures. I had to give, uh, give most of it back, though, after I you know, refused to stop calling Lena Dunham a cunt. And I don't want you guys to feel bad for me, by the way. Some people are like, thanks for your sacrifice, Big Bear. No, thank a fucking Marine, man. I'm doing fine again. I had a rough six months. But we, I, we sell specials directly from my website now. We sell shit. We to- oh, oh, I got to do the, talk about the tour. But don't feel bad for me. I'm free now, and I'm doing fine. I can pay my bills. Look at my yard. Look at my fucking uh, basketball hoop right there. I don't even play basketball. Came with the house. Isn't that awesome? Oh, across that, my driveway there. Oh, you see where my, my uh, little lawnmower thing is? They came with the house, too. We had to fix it. There was some deer. I planted all these trees last night, and there was some fucking deer. And the deer in Washington are pretty big. There was like a two-point buck last night. And uh, I can't shoot, legally shoot him on my property. And my neighbor is a retired cop, which is the greatest. But he, like, knows the law. He's, like, a wicked liberty freedom guy and awesome to hang with. And just, like, we agree on tons. But it, it's a good thing how he is. But you can also tell, like, he's like, but the law, though, because he's a cop or he used to be a cop. And so I can't shoot the fucking deer. I wanted to just shoot it with an air rifle just to, like, set a tone or, like, shoot it with, like, a practice uh, arrow. But uh, that's still elite. I, I, those are, like, those come with some heavy fines, and it's uh, really frowned upon by, by guys like my, my neighbor. Uh, like he's the type of dude who would have like a a legal compound. He'd like figure it out and like, he'd, he's, he's a legend. So anyway, long story short, I have to put up some serious deer fencing today because I was so fucking pissed. I was drinking one of my spike seltzers last night, watching a history of world war one on Netflix. There's a great one about digging up, um, old trenches and, uh, unexploded bombs and shit in France from world like world war one is the war to learn about world war two. It's been so propagandized and it's so dramatic already. And it's so like overdone. And it was, it was just the, it was the second act of world war one. World war one was when the world changed, the whole world changed. And, uh, so I'm watching that drinking some spike seltzers. We got a, a really soft rug for our TV room. Because we don't put TVs in the bedrooms. Helps for sleep. So there's a room for TV, not the bedrooms. And so we're watching the TV. And uh, my wife's like, there's a deer eating your new tree. And at first, I, I didn't really register because I was, I was high on spike seltzers. And, uh, and then I did. And I ran outside. And I was just, I, I grabbed my machete just in case it like, it charged me. And uh, this big buck and this doe, this stupid doe is like, no way, you're so good at finding these apple trees. And he's like, that's right, yeah, look at my dick. And, uh, and I'm like, hey, deer, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, I was swearing at the deer. And it wouldn't leave, so I threw the spike seltzer at his head. Missed his head, but he finally left. And then I really thought about staying out there all night, just drinking and throwing cans at deer. But that's when people become legit crazy, so I didn't. All right.
So today there will be a giant fence because I also have been, I did a lot of planting yesterday. I carved out a really good garden. I've just been pulling up weeds and my neighbor, uh, the guy that owned this house before, well, the people he rented it to uh, let a lot of shit grow out of control. And my neighbor is such a legend that he was like, some of these prickly fucking bushes, he's like, I tried to burn them out and they still, their roots are still there. And I'm like, we'll get them. So I've just been massacring them with the machete and I can't burn them yet because there's a, a fire ban right now because this is the dry part of Washington state. You know, everyone says all about rain. It hasn't rained one time since I've been here. Still don't have furniture. Uh, I like this meme. Child sacrifice 2015 versus 2000 uh, or 1515. You see an Aztec sacrificial pyramid. And then, of course, a Planned Parenthood pyramid. You know, you're not allowed to bring kids to Planned Parenthood. It, it's literally a baby killing temple. So good times. And, the, and by, by the way, the more... Um, Time goes on and the more technology improves and the more people can actually see uh, more high resolution of unborn children and understand. And, and, and medicine is now keeping them alive younger and younger outside the womb. Also, you, we're almost to the point where you could grow a child outside of a woman. Uh, people are just waking up to the horrors of it. It's, it's, it's worse than slavery, in my opinion. And, and Clavin brought up a great point on his show. I think the show I was on, or no, the show before. We started about how socialism always ends in starvation and genocide. Um, and, and slavery is a horror show and all that stuff. It's, it's not bad because of how it results. It's bad to begin with, so the result will always be horror. Abortion is bad to begin with. So the results will just continue to degrade and degrade our society until we value life less and less and we devalue children. Because when you're willing to kill children in the womb, like my baby right now, we've had for two weeks, is still would be legally killable because his birthday, his due date wasn't until August 4th. So he still should be in my wife's body if it wasn't for my giant size. And he's like, got to get this big head out of here. Why'd he marry someone that's way smaller than him? He's fucking Bigfoot. Uh, the fact that they, it's legal to crush his skull and suck him out with a vacuum in a lot of states. Third trimester abortions. Unbelievably disgusting. If you see any pictures of it, you will just start punching your walls. I'm dead fucking serious. Like little baby arms and shit. It's like worse than like Apocalypse Now stuff. Legal. Legal. And people always talk about being on the right side of history and the wrong side of history. That's the biggest issue in the, in the country right now. It's abortion. It's, it's, a, it's a horror show. It's a house of horrors. Now, I think it's an issue that we have to solve culturally. Don't get me wrong. If it became illegal, I would, I would just go, nice. But I don't trust the power of the state. I, uh, I know that they're always going to take anything good and fucking manipulate it and make it awful. So I just, I, I can't stand uh, how government usually operates and how um, pretty much all they're trying to do is acquire money. I, I listened to a great uh, interview with Dave Smith and Larry Sharp, uh, governor, candidate for New York yesterday. I listened to part of the pop problem with Dave Smith and I hung out with Larry Sharp in um, Nebraska, really good dude. And he was talking about how cops, this is why I understand if people have a problem with cops, this right here, and I'll explain it. Because I've always had, enjoyed 
cops for the most part, except for the occasional bully asshole. But in general, they get way more heat than they deserve. Um, but in New York, they'll just keep adding rules and laws and fines because that's a way of taxing people without really taxing people. Like they can't raise taxes anymore in New York and California or like Shapiro will drown you in bowl and branch sheets weighted down by birch gold. Like it's not happening. So what they do is they'll have like a $300 parking ticket in Manhattan and it's not a criminal offense. You can't even go to go to uh, go to a court. It's just a fine. And everything, you know, everything is a fine. You can't build anything. You, you could there's a there was a church. Dave Smith's fiance, he's having a girl by the way. He's got a he's he's one of my favorite people. But his fiance's church um had a crack in, in like the the driveway or something and the government charged him like 10 grand and they were fixing it it was a church and so cops as enforcers of this like fake tax is there it's infuriating but the cops aren't into it you know they know the the shit is bullshit but like it's their job i i, I and and you can't and don't Nuremberg that shit. Oh, just following orders. No, fuck that. It's a shitty job. It's like working for the DMV when it comes to that stuff. Where it's like, or like Netflix back in the day, where it's like, I just, I, it's Turner and Hooch. I'm only one day late. They're like, yeah, that'll be nine bucks. It's like you do know Netflix will will destroy you because you're so obtuse. And they're like, I just work here, buddy. I don't get the nine bucks. Just fucking pay it, please. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to go home. Twitter will be obsolete. Unless it's propped up by the government. That's the thing. Got to keep the Republicans in there, guys. Although the Republicans are insanely annoying and, and liars, a lot of them. They're, they're the party of fiscal responsibility and they're spending like a Puerto Rican on the 15th of the month. Um, you know, no border security, constant appeasement. They're a bunch of fucking scumbags, most of them. But, um, you know, game theory. Broccoli or cauliflower, you go with the one you like better and it's closer to pizza, whatever that is to you. So, uh, gotta vote for conservatives, fiscal conservatives, um, family values guys. I'm not talking about people that are like, we must make a all abortion illegal right now. I think on, the, the politician in me knows that wouldn't work, that that would cause such an uprising that it would require the state to expand its military ability to, to, to force its civilians to do things because of the unpopularity of that in a lot of areas, which would just expand the power of the state. You know, it'd be like, um, uh, and they never give it back. You know, the, the income, the federal income tax was supposed to be just for like a year. Not only did they not give that back, they just have exponentially increased it. So if people want to know why I believe that, it's not that I don't think the guy who cracks the skull of an unborn baby shouldn't be fucking put in prison. Of course I think that. It's, it's the big picture of like, how do you do that? And the state is a psychopathic organism that you can't control. So that's why I'm here every day doing live streams because it's about culture. It's about, it's about a people that don't want to do that. You know, it's like the drug laws... If you look at the history of the drug laws, it happened after um, prohibition and stuff, and they needed the government needed more tax money, so they make a bunch of shit illegal that wasn't illegal. There, like heroin and cocaine, were legal in America, and and there wasn't there was there's way more of an epidemic now than there used to be. 
Like you could go into a corner store and buy like heroin and like cocaine. But like if you're raised right, that's not on the plate. You don't, you don't do that because you're like, oh, that's, I don't want to go down that road. I'll be sucking a dog's dick in no time. Um, but the government needed uh, that money because they were getting money from prohibition. Making things illegal is very profitable for the government. They, the government profits by laws. Like imagine a steel factory. Um, they sell steel and they get money. Now imagine a government. What do they sell? They sell limitations. They sell laws. So every time someone doesn't do a law, they get money. So, oh, I'm just going to play you guys something. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, oh, we got a thousand people. That's cool. Man, this has been so sick. I don't even need to schedule a time. You guys just kind of hang. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm very grateful. All right, I'm going to, uh, hang on. One second. I did a sketch about private prisons. And I'll tell you why I did this one. Because I don't have an answer. This is the difference between a guy like me and a guy like Bill Maher or somebody like that. Like, I don't like private prisons. It's, it's bad incentives and stuff. That being said, what's the answer? No idea. So that's why I don't like harp on it a lot. Because I don't know. There's a lot I don't know. And, and it's, it's not helpful with all these, like, comedians and actors and, and psychiatrists and, you know, authors to just think that they're experts on everything just because they're experts on one thing. I'm an expert on human nature, public speech, comedy, uh, kind of music, but not even music. You know, I'm really good at playing the piano, but I'm not a music expert in my opinion. It's like, like all that shit, like Lydian, Mixolydian, Dorian scales, all that theory. I'm horrible at that. What should I look for when starting a small business? Let me download this. But this is exactly why there's a problem with the increase in size in government. And I'll show you. It's so basic. And now that I'm basically a small business owner, just selling myself, I guess, in comedy, um, I I understand incentives and rewards and uh, de-incentives. I don't know what that means. A lot better than I used to. And so that's why I made this um, sketch. I made this in Saranac Lake back in the day. On Benjamin starts his very own prison. Um, Yeah, it only has 6,400 views. Wow. I would see that's that's the one like these type of ones I'd share all over the place. But, you know, truth never goes viral. I used to say that. It's kind of true. Sometimes it does, though. All right, where's Owen Benjamin starts his very own prison? Yeah. Did it download? Oh, it's called video playback? It's called video playback. Sorry for wasting all your goddamn time. All right, here we go. What should I look for when starting a small business? Uh, my, my top one would be the hiring great employees. I need compassion because I don't want an abusive place. But I also need someone willing to hurt people. Some of our best employees are like retired school teachers. Who, oh, that's a good idea. Uh, they know the books already. and So I should find like retired drug mules. There you go. I used to be a police officer down in Virginia. Oh, sweet. And we worked in the uh, county lockup. What are the pitfalls of, of prison life? The pitfalls are uh, what comes out of the cell is the most dangerous. Um, 
poo or food. You want to steer clear of that for sure. They'll throw a poo at you? Oh, yeah. Do you worry about insurance with your new prison? Because one of our big expenses for us is insurance as far as... Uh... I have insurance. His name's Gary. He owes me a favor. <laughs> so I'm doing customer outreach because, you know, you're kind of a squirrely little guy. I figure there's a good chance you're going to end up in prison one day. If you end up going to prison, what do you want out of your prison? Um, a bed. How about pets? They got to have a nice breakfast. Waffle makers? Because when I'm on the road and I'm at a day's end and I'm like, oh, no, it's a waffle maker. That makes up for the... The, the, the semen in the bed sheets. One thing I found about this area that I am starting to really resent is the low crime rates. Because I took my family from LA to be in this beautiful place and I, I'm trying to start this prison and the last thing I need is the fact that no one commits murder. Right now cops are very discriminatory because they're usually only going after criminals. That's right. Oh man. Video games full of crime. Shooting. Okay, that. so why don't you go out and do it for real and not be such a coward? I read on some hippie website that one in three black males will end up in the prison system at some point in their life. That seems low to me. How do we get those other two guys in there? Hmm. So you have certain classes of individuals that are known as protected classes. Right. Minorities, people with disabilities. People whose brother has been Affleck. Things like that. Yeah, that's not your market. So 22-year-old white females. Because they already probably are having a hard time finding a job. Hey, three squares and a bed at 22. One and a half squares in a mat. Let's, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Everyone's going after dudes as prisoners, right? Because yeah. they're committing all the crimes. Right. But I want, I want to get you guys in there. How do I get more women? Well, you create laws against things like indecision. Because then when you got chicks, just, like, because every time I see a woman, they're always just doing this. Lock them up. I want to expand the prison industry because I want to make more money. You know, look at those eyes. Like, he, I wake up every morning, he looks at me and goes, Dad, Dad, do I have to go to state school? Like the scumbags? Look at him in the eye and tell him he doesn't deserve everything his heart desires. Now help me out and let's get some white chicks in prison. Once I do this business plan, what do I do next? You gotta execute it. Execute it. No, I don't yeah. want executions. I'm actually against capital punishment. capital punishment. You are. Because there's no capital in it. Big sodium pentothal is killing little guys like me. I don't know, this might be a bad idea to start a prison. Maybe I should just do a coffee shop. Coffee shop. It's really gonna be a prison. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my home. And I got a special surprise for you at home. Potential customers. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, for real though. Okay, yeah. This is my very own prison with my very own employee, Tom the Guard. Always asleep, always hammered. Good guy. Good guy. And here are my first two customers, right? Who wants some waffles? We have the Saranac Lake Strangler, convicted on a technicality. And we have an indecisive white girl. Three to five years, no possibility of parole. I'm just here to support my family. You know, I'm living the American dream. And as long as private pri Where, Where's the strangler? You didn't see where the strangler went? We're gonna have to get you to your mom's house. Um, good Lord, what have I done? <laughs> I might re-upload that, because now I have about 100,000 more YouTube followers than I did when I put that up. And that one's worth it. I saw in the comments some of you guys were like, yeah, but I know this guy who took meth and he like shot up someplace and, you know, meth's bad. Of course meth's bad. But you have to criminalize the violent act, not the drug, or else you have to live a world of cognitive dissonance, right? Because, I mean, think about how many people do things drunk. I know people personally that have gotten hammered and 
really, really done some hor- like horrible things. So does that mean you make alcohol legal or do you make the horrible things illegal and you keep people accountable? I've never done meth once. So like I'm not in the meth advocacy biz. I think it, uh, the way people describe it, that they, they feel like filthy and angry and they grind their teeth for like days. Um, yeah, not a good move. But you, I'm telling you, it's very, very fun and it feels great to, to have as little cognitive dissonance as you can. I was talking to some people in the comment section yesterday that were like, yeah, I was on the left until, uh, you know, I left the left and, and it really was hard admitting that you were wrong. Because I did this post about how people don't seem to admit they're wrong a lot. Like someone responded to the Black Panther thing I said, or the, uh, yeah, the Black Panther thing I said in the PragerU video. And they're like, um, um what's wrong with having, you know, a 98% black cast and finally having a movie for them by them. I'm like, I looked up to Michael Jordan as a kid, not John Stockton. Do you think that white people have to only look up to people that are white and black people only look up to people that are black? Cause that is in fact racism. And I think a human being, you know, it's so wrong that it's beyond obvious. But the, the thing that I've noticed and I've accepted and I've just moved past it. I just don't listen to the noise anymore is they don't care. In fact, when you point out cognitive dissonance, when you, when you show someone a peek into the clarity of, of queer thinking about how wrong they are when thinking about who is actually racist and who is actually sexist and you know what feminism has done to women and who really is trying to protect women, uh, who really is seeing a, 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 the person as the individual and not as the racial demographic, it's so painful for their mind that not only don't they change, they subvert right back and all they do is hate you for making them feel that pain. That being said, that didn't happen to me. There's certain people that aren't like that. And I was talking to some people that used to be on the left and they're like, it was a very painful experience admitting I was wrong. I was like, not me, man. The pain was the social ostracizing that everyone did to me, the insults, uh, the lack of work, the fear, the anxiety that I wouldn't have a career, stuff like that. But when I started hearing Thomas Sowell and when I started uh, hearing what Andy, Andrew Breitbart was saying and Rogan back in the day introducing me to people I'd never been introduced to and the first time I read uh, Black Redneck, White Liberal, it was a wave of relief because I was on the left, but only because I didn't know a lot of uh, right-wing arguments. And you'll notice that, uh, that a lot in society. A lot of young people, government schools, a lot of churches have become uh, pretty soy laden. <laughs> the blood of Christ drink this soybean. <laughs> uh, you know, all media, college, of course, print journalism, just the, the amount of indoctrination you get to left wing ideas. Um, you just are like, yeah, I'm, I'm a liberal. And, and but in your mind, you're like, but this doesn't all make sense. Like something's wrong here. I always felt that way. And so when someone explains to you things that make things line up, like music is math. My brain is very mathematical. It's very algorithmic. I probably would have been a computer programmer if I was born 10 years later or maybe even earlier. I don't know. If I was born in like 2000, if I was like 18 right now, I'd probably be like one of those 4chan computer guys. (laughs) Like I think like very algorithmically, but back then it was... 
know, like, like the algorithm, like this is, this is an algorithm machine, you know? And so it was such a relief. I couldn't believe it. Cause my brain always had cognitive dissonance with liberal thinking because I was and am liberal. I'm not a liberal. And that's a Marxist trick of, of words uh, that is very destructive where being open-minded to things is great in uh, relationships and business and, and um, you know, predicting the future and stuff. Like if, if you're just like, this is the way it is and there is no change, it's tough to adapt. That being said, uh, a liberal is a belief that everything needs constant change no matter what. And that's bad. That's horrifying. Like I'm a conservative compared to that by a long shot. Like just because you want to put up a new painting doesn't mean you have to change the fundamental structure of your home every day. That's how you go bankrupt immediately and not have a home. (laughs) So like a liberal is just an ideology of constant chaos uh, motivated by um, addiction to cortisol and endorphins and and no oxytocin from the actual long-term love of another human being. It's, It's pretty brutal. But anyway, so... I was like, I didn't experience that, that pain of being wrong. I, maybe it was because I was raised properly. And um, I, I think I owe this to my parents, but I don't associate ego with wrong. Like when someone points out where I'm wrong, like I, I opened this, this um, podcast and changed my pants from being on to being, oh, I still got to read the super chats. I opened this podcast with an, uh, an unforced apology about, saying rape instead of sexual assault when it came to that Will Smith video I did because uh, Bayonet Bob texted me this morning about it and he was right. And I was like, can't wait to tell the people that I was wrong about that and, and make sure I straighten it out. I have zero force on me whatsoever to do that. None. No one cares. Um, I just don't like when I'm wrong. Like I want to correct it. It's not that I'm like, I don't like when I'm wrong. I accept when I'm wrong, but then I want to change it. Like I'm not, I don't ever want to take being wrong and hide it and be like, no one must know that I was wrong about that. I'm like, oh shit, I did. I can't, I can't overuse a, a word like that and make it meaningless. Like what the left did with racism. Cause the left is already done with rape. They're like, he raped me with his eyes. The, the male stare from the director's camera is raping women. No, that's not what rape is. What, what Louis CK did isn't what rape is. So in a two and a half hour podcast where I'm ranting about shit, I, I accidentally uh, hyperbolically w- said rape when I, it's not rape. And so I, I have a compulsion to fix that. That's, some people aren't like that. Some people are like, if they find out they're, um, they're wrong, they get defensive, they project, they gaslight, they make other people feel crazy for uh, pointing out something that they some deeply know is, is accurate. That's cancerous. You can't live that way. All you do is limit your ability of experiencing the outside world too. And you can't adapt. And, and, and if there's any risks in the world or any more stakes, which we currently don't have, poor people are fat in America. Poor people have Twitter accounts. You go into a supermarket, you can eat better than any French King up until 1830. I want a Kiwi and a croissant and a pear. How much is all that? I don't know, like a quarter. Um, so if there's any more stakes in this world, which will always come, we'll always have hard times and good times. Soft men make hard times. Hard times make soft times. You know, hard men make soft times. So um, you're dead. 
like your dad. If you can't stay awake to uh, information and changing, dead. And we're all blind in certain ways. All of us. We all have um, preconceived ideas and paradoxes and we all have a... a, a ideologies, even if we don't, uh, uh, we can't see them. We all have confirmation bias. We all have uh, logic fallacies. We all have uh, uh, illusions that we don't know are illusions. And so dealing with that alone is hard enough. If you intentionally do it to yourself, you're dead in the water. Like there's a great metaphor for like how illusionary the world can be sometimes, like how it's not real. I mean, it's real. I'm not, I'm not, don't think this is an argument for like postmodernism and subjectivity and all that. There's just elements of it that aren't real. Like uh, the, the color magenta isn't real. The way our eyes work and our brain works, um, the light spectrum is linear, but we see it as a, a circle. Like the way our cones and rods and shit in our eyes and then uh, transmit to our brain. I'm probably butchering the explanation. Uh, you know, Ben Shapiro's wife, who is in fact a doctor covered in Bowen Branch sheets and weighed down by the gold of the birch, could explain it better, I'm sure. But um, it's like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. So violet and red in our mind touch and, and blend and create a color that doesn't exist called magenta. It isn't real. It's what happens when we take a straight line and in our mind it becomes a circle and then that touching, which never touches in reality, becomes a color and we see it. Isn't that fascinating? It's, uh, it's kind of like the political spectrum. It's a line, giant centralized government to zero government, right and left. There is a four quadrant model that also makes sense. Uh, but in, this, in the basic discussions of uh, government, it's right to left. It's a line. It's not a horseshoe. The horseshoe is the illusion. So small, tiny, no government, you know, that, that Stefan Molyneux and Dave Smith and Michael Malice are dancing around like the anarcho-capitalists are, are the actual extreme right wing. Extreme left wing is socialism, fascism. Nazis and communists are touching in this giant spectrum. If it's red, blue, indigo, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, it's, it's red and orange. It's not a horseshoe. So the Marxists try, have been, are so wrong with socialism. They, they developed so much power. Hitler never really got that much power. He had a good two-decade run, pretty much. But the socialists, uh, they developed so much power that they could physically shape and manipulate the way people saw the world. The horseshoe makes no sense. Where it goes, um, you know, communist Stalin, Mao... You know, big government ruling your life. There are no possessions. Everything belongs to the state. War, 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 right? And then you get to like democracy. And then you get to like small government, like what the, 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 the forefathers were uh, saying. And then you start getting to like uh, the neo-Nazis. And then you get to Hitler. And they say that like communism and fascism is actually like close together because uh, it's, a, it's a circle horseshoe. Nope. It's a line. That makes no sense. Why would it be a horseshoe? That's being bent around the force of Marxism that's willing it to bend. It, it is this linear line of big to small. Control of government to no control of government. Left wing is every policy about it is centralized control based on force. Every single thing. 
extreme right has to be a spectrum decline of that concept. So extreme left is um, Medicare, uh, socialism, all that stuff where uh, Social Security, where it's like the government makes it a law where you go to prison if you don't follow it. And if you don't agree to go to prison, um, they have a right to force you to prison. And if you resist, they kill you. That's what the government is. Never forget that every law is at the threat of death. Death. So don't pay your taxes. Death. Does it usually lead to that? No. Usually you pay. If you can't pay, collection agency, you figure something out. Maybe you go to jail like Snipes. Um, maybe you resist a little. They kind of, you know, rough you up a little and take you to jail. If you resist a lot, they'll kill you. Okay. So left is, is everything from the price of bread to um, just everything. State Socialism is the state owns uh, the means of production. So everything produced is owned by the government. You can't make a, a keyboard and sell it to your buddy. People don't understand how insane that, that is. The, the people are dancing around with socialism like it's this game. Like the stool store, the computer store, the camera store, all government, all, all profits government, all employees chosen by government, price government, everything government. Let's say you're not good at making cameras. doesn't matter. That's where you work. You work at the camera store. Someone else is great at making cameras. No, you're a soldier. That's socialism. It's horrifying. So then you go all the way, the other way, where you have a society with absolutely zero government. And now that's the spectrum. It is not a horseshoe. That is a lie pushed on us by Marxists. The concept of racism itself is a lie. This is going to sound wacky, but, but in time, people will see this. In the time of slavery in America... There were slaves all over the world. There's more slaves right now than in 1850, right now. And a lot of them aren't black. Slav literally means slave. There was like the Anglo-Egyptian treaty signed in the 1800s where they couldn't keep taking like European slaves. Russia, what do you think a serf is? That's a slave, except instead of chattel slavery, instead of the buying and selling of people from ships and stuff, if you bought property, it came with people. It came with a family of white Russians that were your slaves. You could... Uh, rape them and kill them, or but that isn't profitable, so you would keep them alive and they would they would farm you land. Um, like Tolstoy had hundreds of slaves. They came with the property he inherited from his father. Slaves, right? It wasn't racial. So racism. Think about think about what racism is. I've went down some pretty hard pedophilia rabbit holes because of the horror I experienced as I watched people uh, turn a blind eye to child abuse in Hollywood that I've named names and showed examples of. So there's something called MAPS, Minor Attracted Persons, and it's non-offending minor attracted persons. This is what they're trying to normalize right now. And if you don't think they are, and if you don't think that it's coming, just watch Caitlyn Jenner taking Woman of the Year awards at the ESPYs. And then ask yourself, would I ever think this was coming in 2005? This is what happens. This is the spectrum. Okay, so think about LGBT class for kindergartners. Think about uh, what, it's just, watch a gay pride parade and watch, like there's just dudes fucking in the street. All right, so anyway, um, minor attracted, not offending minor attracted persons. And the argument that Vice News, Salon.com, The Guardian, many people on the left, many people in Hollywood, many people in Silicon Valley make is a a pedophile can't um, choose what he's attracted to. And as long as he doesn't offend, it's okay. 
Think about how fucking insane that is. And now think about the billions of dollars that Starbucks just had to pay for like uh, uh, training to be less racist. It's, it's, it's like subconscious racist inoculation. Imagine a non-offending racist, what that would be. Guess what? Everyone's a non-offending racist. It's already illegal to own slaves. It's illegal to kill someone. It's illegal to hang someone. It's illegal to not hire someone based on, on race. In fact, the only real racism in our system, systemic racism, is anti-Asian, anti-Jewish, anti-white, anti-male in colleges. Right now, there's a bunch of... Uh, there's a bunch of Asians uh, suing Harvard for that exact thing, that they will give, um, they will allow students that are black to be admitted before an Asian student who has a way, way higher SAT, way higher GPA, way higher uh, just admission standard. And they're like, you can't come. So racism is an unconscious, subconscious feeling you have where you don't like people that are darker than you. A, that's not very common at all and typically more based on culture than it is race. Please read Thomas Sowell. You know, if, if you see a black guy with sagging uh, pants, five pit bulls and a teardrop tattoo and you're afraid of him, uh, that isn't racism. That's smart. If you see like uh, a black dad wearing khakis and, and a nice polo shirt holding his, his wife's hand and, and he's got an, his little boy in the other hand and she's pushing a stroller and you, and you are scared of him, that's racism. Because like all the signs don't look like he's going to hurt you. It's the same with like um, if you're on a plane and there's a guy with a giant beard like being like, Allah, Allah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, of course you can be scared of that guy. That isn't racism. And by the way, Muslim isn't a race. The left is so fucking actually racist that they keep pushing this on us. Anyway, a non-offending racist would be someone who doesn't like buy black people or hang black people. Because isn't that what the danger of racism is? The, the Democratic Ku Klux Klan, the Democrat-controlled Ku Klux Klan would, would hurt black people because of their race. That's like the fear of racism. So isn't everyone... That, that is accused of racism and non-offending racist because they don't actively hurt black people. They're not in a position to hire anyone. Very few people in this world have the position to not hire or hire someone based on race. Not a lot of business owners in the world. So which is worse? Someone who secretly wants to fuck your kids or someone who secretly doesn't like darker skin? There isn't even a debate over that. One is basic us-them mentality, probably from some sort of upbringing where someone was... Like my town, it's pretty easy to be racist because the, the retarded uh, Democrats would ship up the... Like a black kid really did steal my bike. That nigga stole my bike. Why? Because it wasn't a valid population. It wasn't like when you go to Alabama, like I've done Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, all those places. And um, you see like integration working splendidly because culturally it all lines up. Uh, people are hanging. Same with a lot of Mexicans and rednecks and like uh, 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 Corpus Christi and shit. I was like, 
you guys both wear similar hats. It's just the Mexicans look a little gay. I'm like, there isn't the divide here. I'm like, you guys all like to just drink tequila. And they're like, yeah. So you go to those places and you realize um, that it's all cultural. That that if it, it it's like one of the best sketches on SNL was uh, Black Jeopardy with Tom Hanks. Brilliant. You have Tom Hanks playing this redneck with uh, with some blacknecks. No, I'm just kidding. With uh, with everybody else is black on Jeopardy, and they start realizing they they feel the same way about like you know chicks with big asses, and you know it's just a cultural issue. So. The retarded Democrats in my town would take black kids in inner city schools that had been committing crimes, violent crimes, and they would send them up to the farm to straighten them out, you know, maybe because retarded liberals think that everything's environmental, right? So they would take the worst sampling of the black kids in the inner city, and they would send them up to uh, an all white town of 20,000 in upstate New York, maybe 15,000. With uh, three nuclear power plants, um, you know, 200 bars, probably 200 Catholic churches. <laughs> you just go to a bar, you go to a church, then you go work at the nuke plant. Um, so they would take like four of the worst ones and send them up to our town. So our exposure to black people is that when I was younger, were only they're they're all in prison, all. There was a couple. There was like a couple black kids from Oswego that are. We're fine, but it was always the very, very troubled ones with violent tendencies would be sent up. And I'm sure it wasn't just our town. It was all kinds of white towns. And they would just immediately beat the shit out of someone. You know, uh, three of them were charged with uh, breaking and entering and then gang raping some like old lady. So it's so easy to be like, man, black people suck. Just because you don't get exposed to an actual population, you just get exposed to the worst of the worst. They send them up. So, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, over a thousand people. That's cool. And that's, and that's true, you know, and it's same with, uh, I'm not a fan of Islam for a lot of reasons. It's attached to, uh, politics is the biggest one. It creates caliphates. I don't, I don't like Mohammed very much. That being said, we're being exposed now to the worst possible strain of Islam. And the problem with Islam is uh, the more mellow types uh, just get gobbled up by the most vicious type. And that's Wahhabism out of Saudi Arabia, right? And so that's spreading uh, a lot. And that's why some people don't understand fear of Muslims because they live in a, a, a town and the only Muslims that they're exposed to. Like my town, I never thought about Muslims being scary at all because we would get the ones fleeing the Ayatollah from Iran in like the late seventies and they'd come to America and they'd stay Muslim, but they were always very, very excited about the freedom of America. And they'd become like a chiropractor and they'd have a bunch of kids with funny names and and we'd all play football together and it was fine. That isn't what we're being exposed to now. Like now what Europe is being exposed to and what some parts of America are being exposed to is the worst possible type of Islam, it's just flooding. It's just flooding. It's, it's, it's the type of just extreme force. It's as if those, um, um, that, the, like, okay, if you take Christianity, you have like a church of literally eight people. Uh, I can't remember the name of them, but they're the ones that are always like protesting uh, uh, marine funerals and shit. Who are they called? What, what are those people? You guys know who they're called? I'm checking out the chat. 
Who are the people that are saying, oh, Westboro Baptist, right? Everyone only cites this one little tiny church. There's literally eight people in it. And they've never committed a violent crime. And Christians all are like, fuck those guys. The problem with Islam is the rest of the Muslims aren't like, fuck those guys. Like they have this way where they can't police themselves. Like the most extreme ones um, don't get called out. You know, and so that's a problem. And that's why this Wahhabism keeps spreading and spreading and spreading and spreading. Because in Christianity, you will never hear the most devout fundamentalist Christians. And I know a bunch of them would never be like, just hear out the Westboro Baptist guys. Just hear them out. No, they're like the Milo Yiannopoulos of Christianity. They're trolling people. And the media is so bent on destroying Christian values simply because Christianity always and will always oppose the state, except for the Pope, who's a fucking commie. Uh, so the state despises Christianity, loves Islam, because Islam is tied to the state. And understand that um, the state is really in control of so much shit. You know, So the state loves Islam because Islam says submit. Christianity says um, rise, up, you know, rise above the burden. Um, forgive. Learn. You know, That shit is not good with the state. All right, I got to get out of here soon because I got to uh, go on this thing. Let me read the super chats and then. Uh... All right, love many, trust few, always paddle your own canoe. Thank you, Sully. Hey, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy Robinson's free. Love it. I talked about that in the beginning. May I officially be verified as Crowd Bear? Welcome, Crowd Bear. Can I be verified as Jebediah Bear? Welcome, Jebediah Bear. Go to unbearableapp.com and, uh, or unbearablesapp.com. And uh, have some fun. I still got to learn Coder Bear's grandma's song. Sorry, Coder Bear. But uh, I've just been fighting deer. Can I be verified as Molten Bear, please? Welcome, Molten Bear. I went uh, through the app online, but wanted to throw some change your way to make it all official. You rock, Big Bear. Thank you, brother. Um, you don't need to pay, pay to be verified, by the way. But it, it's, it's a good, it's, a, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, keeps the train moving. But uh, there's no cost to being a bear. Except for, uh, you know, trying to stay pure of heart. I'm going to be doing another week with Crowder in two weeks. So uh, I'm, I'm writing a bunch of sketches for us. I'm so excited. My, the one I'm so, uh, the most excited about is Shylock Holmes. All right. Sleeping cub in my own arms and an opportunity to hang with the big bear himself. Have a great day, man. Thanks, Brad. And congrats on the little man. Breed everybody. Get married. Have kids. Uh, raise your kids well. It's the only way to have a culture survive. Nasty YouTube comments. Don't really cut it. So many of these like ultra- Right-wing Amer- uh, America guys that are like, Big Bear, you fucking bleh. I'm like, how many kids you got? They're like, none, because the system's rigged against men. I'm like, breed, pussy. <laughs> Is a colorblind albino black guy allowed to be racist? Uh, yeah, everyone's allowed to be racist or not racist. It's not that big of a deal. Like, having uh, preconceived concepts about someone based on the color of their skin. Like, if you see someone that's red, like really red, you think he was out in the sun too long. That that is that is that is that color prejudice? I don't know. Life banned for calling a trans man a bundle of sticks. That's hilarious. Send a message to PayPal. Can you make an epic scarecrow? Yes, I can make a scarecrow. I'll make it a black guy too. If abortion was as visible as slavery was, there would be a civil war over it. Because it's private and not seen in people's backyards daily, no one cares. Exactly. And we still have slaves. They're just not in America anymore. Slavery's still going. 
We just don't see them. We don't see the chains. Um, like the people, I'm related to people who came here as slaves, and I don't give a fuck what the left says. Slavery? Uh, you're talking about white people? <laughs> yeah, 1710. Uh, I have part of my family was, we came out of Irish jail. They were they, they flooded they 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 pulled everyone out of jail and said you could go to the New World or or uh, or just rot in here. And they were like, okay. And then they were owned for like a few generations. Uh, please put make Piano Bear an album. Classical pieces, medleys, lullabies for little bears. A lot of bears will buy it. I will. That's a great idea, Vertical Bear. Thank you. Uh, comment on this, where, what songs I should do. Also, the cities I plan on doing, hit in the comments. Delev is going to book it. So unbearablecomedy at gmail.com uh, if you want to get in touch with Delev. But uh, the cities I'm going to do is uh, San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, Tampa, Orlando, and West Palm. I'm going to just do that that southern little run there. I want to be able to do West Texas, Central Texas, East Texas, New Orleans, Atlanta, um, Tampa, Orlando, West Palm. That's what uh, we're feeling. So let us know where we should go. We want to book it this week for September at some point. I just am going to do a show a night. Just boom, boom, boom. Um, we can find places to perform, but uh, I always like to help out Bears. If anyone owns a venue or a space we can use, because I won't announce the venues until right before the, the shows because I don't want to deal with all that bullshit. But I'm excited. It's going to be a great tour. Use this donation to spike your seltzer. Feel better. Thank you, Nathan. Vince Edwards has a good answer to the private prisons. Make, them, it, make it merit-based. Like, if your offenders reoffend, prisons don't get paid. Teach skills. Genius. I love it. But the state still fucks it up. They'll just stop reporting. I'm telling you, man, when you give someone an aircraft carrier, it messes up their brain. But I like that, though. Do you know the Kent Hoving story? Atheist priest put him in jail for eight years. Best crea- creation preacher I've ever heard. Wrote a book about jail corruption. The Kennel. Go Bears. That sounds good. Uh, do you know the Kent... Havin story. I'll check it out. Atheist put him in jail for eight years. Best creation preacher I've ever heard. Hey, Big Bear, a nation with multiculturalism is akin to a man with multiple personalities. Thanks for the laugh. I support free market comedy. It is. I'm not for multiculturalism at all, unless it's just like food and clothes and shit. You got to have freedom on your mind or you're not welcome in America, in my opinion, at all. And that is not race. That is a trick. Because Nigerians do fine here. So do Koreans. So do fucking um, a, a portion of the Mexican community. A portion of, the, you know, it's just, it's such a fucking trick. Everything's racist, 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 racist. Just, just think of the concept of a non-offending racist. And then, and then let your brain spiral. It's such a fucking joke. Like, what does racism really cause? What is racism? That you subliminally don't like someone that looks different than you? That's really the problem? No. But yet the guy, this other guy can subliminally want to have sex with children, but as long as he doesn't do it, it's fine? What the fuck? Call it out, man. Not Shay. He committed countless uh, worse atrocities. It easily could have been him. Supposedly it's El Salvadorian Civil War. Uh, Counter-revolutionary government sympathizers. Yeah, yeah, I thought I, I, I thought I corrected that. I don't know. Kyle Kavanaugh says, uh, "Bitch hips Benjamin is causing the solar system to collapse on Earth due to the gravitational pull of his big ass hips." Thank you, Democracy Bear. 
Tommy Robinson is out on bail. I know. I've, I've been talking about it. It's awesome. I watched a video on Cuba and all the state-run food shops sold terrible ham sandwiches and had eight employees doing nothing. Oh, dude, it's, it's death. It's death. And the amount of prosperity we've had from capitalism means our, our population has gotten bigger. So if socialism came back, we're looking at a billion dead. Just dead. Like South Africa, man. It's like once, once the white farmers are out, they're going to starve, man. They don't know. These fuckers don't know how to farm. These Dutch fuckers have been doing this for like hundreds of years. And these other people are like, racism, give me that plow. What's a strawberry? What's a seed do? I'm going to bang this baby so I don't have AIDS. <laughs> That's going to get taken out of context by some asshole. But the funny thing is, there's no shame in it. Uh, there's no shame. I, like, I don't want anyone who doesn't understand jokes or uh, fuck them. The Super Chat would not let me type the word faggot. Please check out Kami Pinko Faggot by Flo White on YouTube. I think you will love it. Funny and pertinent to your words today. Love what you do. Kami Pinko Faggot. I like that. I can remember that. Hi, Owen. Have you read Tragedy and Hope by Carol Quingley? No, I have not. If not, let me know so I can send it to your P.O. Box. Thanks for the video. Videos, Big Bear. Oh, yeah. Send it. Uh, seven, P.O. Box 727, Gig Harbor, Washington. I think I have my... Uh, I think it's 97335, 9833. It's one of those. I don't know the zip code yet. Communism is slavery from each according to his ability to each according to his need. That is literally slavery. Take from what uh, they produce, but give them what they need to survive. Exactly. The left are a bunch of fucking slave owners, and they always have been. They always have been. Ben Affleck's great, great, great grandparents own slaves. Russian bear uh, here. Bear, find me, please. Welcome, Russian bear. I live in Siberia, Russia. You are 100% right. Russian people are now arrested for memes on the internet. We're finally becoming Europe, LOL. P.S. Can you play Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen? Um, Yeah, I have five minutes and then... Mama, Russia. Don't, please don't become Europe. Uh, (laughs) Maintain that sweet badass Russian vibe that beat Hitler. It's called Scorch Earth Policy. Slave comes from Latin words Sklaven, spoils of war. Slav is from Slava, which means the word. The Germans pushed Slav is from slave as propaganda. The etymology is as real as history means his story. Thank you. Thank you. I did not know that. Good times. That sounds like an angry slave right there. Hey, man. I'm just kidding. Hey, man. Really enjoying your streams. The majority report was Sam Cedar. Put out a video targeting your PragerU video. Would love to see you punch back if that's not out of line. It only helps them to punch back. It only helps them. They're, they're, they're insignificant. Like you can't, like it's, it's like fighting quicksand. It's, it's not, I would punch back if it's someone, if it's a comedian, if it's someone that I thought was uh, cool. Uh, those people are just, they're propagandists. And all they do is uh, promote me and they don't realize it because their, their side is dying. Uh, I don't know who Sam Cedar is. I've heard his name before, though. But uh, I don't know. Do you guys know who Sam Cedar is? Don't waste your time. No, all it does is bring attention to them. They're trying to glob on my shit, yo. Uh, Maps should be open about their sexual preference so we can protect ourselves from potential harm, better understand their mental state, and treat them with love, get them psych treatment, or kill them. Just, just, just take them out, right? I mean, that's, that's on the table. I'm not saying to do that. I'm not telling you guys to do that. 
because you don't want to do that. You don't want mob mentality because then, you know, innocent people will die. But uh, there is no psych treatment for that. Everybody I know that's worked with those people say there's no, there's no treating that. You should castrate them or uh, chemically castrate them or kill them. Just my two cents. I love watching your streams while I work. May I be verified as Drawing Bear? Welcome, Drawing Bear. Uh, by the way, I can't take any piano requests. I have to go in four minutes. Reading Frankel now. Saul is next. Oh, Victor Frankel, uh, Man's Search for Meeting is an unbelievably good book. It opens with Why Not Kill Yourself. Great, great question to ask while you're in the, the depths of hell of a concentration camp. Uh, the moon is racist. Only shadows shadow its white side. It's very true. Dark side of the moon never went to college. Respectfully request to be known as Squeaky Bear. Welcome, Squeaky Bear. Squeak away. Adagio in G minor. Awesome, awesome request. Vertical Bear that I can't play right now. Hey, Big Bear, I loved you since I worked with you on the Jokers tour. I was the bearded camera guy on the stage left. Anyway, love your work. Thanks, Daniel. Jokers are great. Uh, I'd love to come back to uh, England, Scotland, Wales, and uh, Ireland one day. But, you know, right now it's a little shitty over there. <laughs> Good day, mate. Can't wait to see you live. If you make it down under, watch out for drop bears, mate. Thank you, mate. Montana Wild Bear. Looking healthy, Big Bear. My wife does online personal training, phone calls, and Skype with her clients. We have two gyms. One of them is in Hermantown, Minnesota. She's awesome. TheGarage.Fit.com. .Fit.com? All right. Well, if anybody is in Montana and wants that, check it out. TheGarage.Fit.com. Thank you, brother. I like Montana a lot. Uh, meat cutter, check the PayPal's. Bisky is gold there. All right, I'll do another stream later because I'll, I'll hit the PayPal's later. Adagio for the album. Oh, good idea. I like that. I'll do another stream this uh, this afternoon or this evening to hit up the PayPal's you guys sent me, and I'll open some stuff people sent me. Uh, hit the like button, share it, and please share the uh, PragerU video. It uh, it it's the antidote to people like Sam Cedar. I'm, I'm I have a lot of hit pieces out on me right now, but there's just so. I was telling Amy, I'm like, I'm pretty proud of my life. They got nothing on me. Like they, they have the, they're making up shit that sounds so either so stupid, so petty, or so obviously spun that it's a joke. Like it feels so good because you never really know what your skeletons are or were until you've been actively uh, attacked by the most powerful media people in the world for a year. And man, I am just not like feeling the burn. Like they're like, he once assaulted someone somewhere. Okay. He's a racist. Look, and he sexualized David Hogg by saying that he hasn't grown pubes yet. So he can't tell us not to have guns. Aren't you the same people defending James Gunn saying he wants to um, uh, anally rape his own daughter? (laughs) Like they're running out of steam. It's the boy who cried wolf, 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 wolf. It's like, dude, you're done. And now comes the real wolves. <laughs> you cried wolf so much, you won't see when I'm really wolfy. Uh, I saw that piece hitting someone that didn't agree with you. Oh, dude, there's been like 10. That's the thing. It's a, it's a compliment. Because Prager, my Prager UVid is doing so well, and it's being watched by so many people and a lot of influential people. I've been getting texts from like some hitters, like heavy hitters that are like, that was brilliant, man. That was, that was really... Because I didn't shy from any of the shit that got me in trouble. That's what would have fucked me in that video. If I didn't, 
address like the Hitler comments or um, Black Panther or any of that shit. It's like, and if it wasn't true, it's true. And so the response has been so positive that these slimy, snaky, like rapey creeps like Sam Cedars of the world are just like, we have to take him down. What can we do? Say that he's, he's, he's a racist. He's, he heard up someone. He, 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 he punched a man once. It's like, shut the fuck up. No one cares. People would rather hear me talk than have him live. <laughs> because it's like, everyone's so fucking sick of the lies and the deceit and the greed and the fucking force of these people that if you found out Sam Cedar got hit by a bus, I'm dead serious. How sad would you be? I swear to God, I think that there would be a decent amount of people that would feel more sad if they found out that I couldn't live stream anymore ever again than if Sam Cedar died. Like thousands of people would feel that way. That's how insignificant liars are. They're fucking liars. I'm not saying like someone's going to kill him. Like my people aren't even violent. I mean, they could be if attacked, but they're not the type that would like hurt people. But if you just found out Sam Cedar died in a hilarious way, like a shark bit his dick off in the water and he bled out as he was saying, my dick, my dick, my dick. Are you really that upset about it? A guy that just goes on camera and just tries to ruin someone's life for being honest. Like, like a, like like a shark, you know, these are the, they're basically the young Turks, these Sam Cedar types, like the types that deny the Armenian genocide and, and lie, lie, lie to try and get our country to become socialist. If a dick bit off his, if a shark just bit his dick off and a little shark, it's funnier if it's a little shark, like a little tiny shark. And he's like, oh, hey, little buddy, no way it's nature. Oh, the Republicans are trying to destroy this. And the little shark just goes, dang. And he's like, my dick. Oh my God, my dick, that shark bit my dick off. And, and he's just, and he just bleeds out my dick. And, and the shark has his dick in his mouth and he's just go and his shark and the shark smiles. A turtle is even funnier. Good call. Like a turtle swims by and he's like nature. And the turtle's like, and just bites his dick right off. And he just has like an inch of base of his dick, which is even more sad looking and, uh, and balls. So it just looks like balls and a little, and he bleeds out. Would you feel bad at all? Or would you laugh? You'd laugh. You know, you'd laugh. Of course you would laugh. If you found out that Sam Cedar got his dick bit off by a turtle and he bled out, you would be upset if you found out that I was kicked off YouTube permanently. You would. So that means his life is worth that little because of how, how much people are sick of lies. Liar, liar, liar. Virtue signaling is what is called lying. You're lying, lying, lying. So no, I'm not going to go attack the guy. Let him burn out. Let him promote me and have his dick bit off by a fucking turtle. So anyway, hugepianist.com for uh, our specials. Uh, comment in the section below where in those cities you'd like to see me perform. Again, we're going to do San Antonio. We're going to do Houston. We're going to do Dallas. Uh, we're going to do New Orleans. We're going to do Atlanta. We're going to do Tampa. And the people that gave me money for Tampa way back, you will be getting extra tickets for that. Uh, uh, Big Bear never forgets. And uh, Orlando, just because of Coddington Bear, and DeLev wants to see fucking Mickey Mouse. And uh, West Palm, so, because you got to entertain them rich Jews and the Cubans. 
All right, everybody. Much, much love. Hit the like button. Watch the PragerU video. Share the PragerU video. I am uh, kicked off Twitter for seven days. Uh, and I'll come on later and read PayPal's. And I have to uh, put up Deer Fence.